Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of the Tortured Gnome Podcast. My name is Kenneth and I'll be the Game Master and Producer of this podcast. For those of you looking for our latest installment of the adventures of Dracus, Ellie, Rinselda, and Cypress from Adventures in Theria, don't worry, we'll be back to them soon enough. This is our first planning session for our next project, which I teased a few weeks ago. Essentially, we've decided we want to build our own world to play in, and while we all love the world of Theria, we would like something that is our own little sandbox and to do something that no other podcast has done. We hope you enjoy this little peek behind the curtain as we begin our journey to something totally new and different. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tortured Gnome Podcast. I'm Kenneth. I'm going to be your game master and facilitator for this evening, going around our table, and we're going to talk to Tom. Um, hi. I'm not really sure how to go about this, but my name's Tom. Uh, I guess tonight we'll be talking about uh, the, the world that we're helping create. And Emily. Hi, my name's Emily, and I also don't know what to say, and I'm going to leave it at that. And JJ is over in the Barbie room. Uh, well, it's actually no longer the Barbie room. Uh, hello, I'm JJ. Uh, we are moving, so the house is pretty barren right now. <laughs> oh yeah, you've got your house sold, so congratulations on that. Thank you. Uh, it took like two days. Yeah, it was a nice house. Or I guess it still is a nice house. It still is. It's haunted. We're not going to trash it. Well, that's <laughs> not my problem anymore. <laughs> We didn't disclose that in the papers, by the way. Just, like, leave something really weird for them to find eventually. Like, just pull a head off of one of the Barbies and set it in one of the cabinets. Uh, I saw one. I I would love to do it. Is, like, when you're tearing up, putting in new carpet, is draw, like, red paint, like, hand streaks towards the uh, vent and write in, like, red paint, get out, and then put the carpet back over it. So if they ever tear it up, it's, you know, terrifying. Or hiding That's Halloween true. skeletons in, like underneath of like the porch, like when you <laughs> yes. build something. That's ridiculous, y'all. Come on. Man. So our whole purpose in meeting here this evening is to kind of get an idea of we're starting to wrap up our Therian campaign and the adventures of Dracus and Cypress and Rinselda and Ellie. Where we want to go next? And I think we've all kind of decided that we're going to take some time off from the world of Therry, and we might or might not go back there. You know, because we might want to check in on those characters again one day. But we kind of want to do our own thing. So, the world that I've been thinking about is... It's kind of tropey. But I think the way... The twist that I'm going to be putting on it is going to be... A, a novel because you know I, I actually posted this on a few of my my GM boards and the you know game master and dungeon master boards on Facebook and nobody had ever done anything like this before so it's going to be our world Earth and it's going to be post-apocalyptic uh, shocker tropey but there are going to be pockets of high technology remaining. So you're going to have some major cities that are still going to be there. And your gods are going to be computer systems that are still online. 
And I'm going to come up with a few play on words of, you know, so we don't get sued, of course, of you know, the different computer systems that'll be on. They're going to rename themselves stuff like, uh, I'm going to rename one of them POC, you know, P-A-Q for, you know, short for compact. So I'm going to do try to do some fun stuff like that. So each of those cities, so it'll be like you're like maybe a Boston or a, a New Orleans or a Houston, something that has, you know, real shipping capacities. And the possible the possibility that it didn't get completely destroyed in an apocalypse. And so those those cities will be essentially guarded by one of these gods. And so there will be high-end technology and high-end weaponry, but only insofar as that it's going to be guarding these cities. Magic is going to work as there'll probably be a few innate magicians, but most magicians are going to have had some sort of implant that allows them to harness the elements that are around them and put and uh, put out fireballs and that kind of stuff. Or it might be in a magic wand or you know something like that. So we're gonna f we'll be reskinning quite a few things to make it work. Um, so outside of these pockets are going to be your where your mutations came in. So we will have orcs, we will have elves, we will have dwarves, we will have humans, we will have gnomes, and it's you know what did the fallout do in that particular area? How did the human race, you know, how was it affected in those places where there was fallout? And so, you know, of course, you know, Denver gets hit and they become dwarves or gnomes because they have to, you know, burrow into the rock to be able to, uh, you know, to go, you know, to get, you know, to get underground and survive, you know, or, you know, they might become elves out in the wilderness or out on the, out on the Great Plains where they had to learn how to hunt buffalo again and things like that. It's kind of the, you know, the kind of the overarching things that I've, I've kind of put in place. So does anybody have a, you know, any thoughts on this? Do we have anything we want to expound on at this point in time about it? I personally really like the idea. Um, I, I like the, the kind of play on modern society meets high fantasy. Um, now the computer systems slash gods you're talking about, are they like self-aware AI? Yes, they're, they're self-aware artificial intelligence. I assume at this point there's no form of government anymore. There won't be any governments like we know. Be more like uh, so, kind of like the city governments, like resistance. Type. Yeah, I mean you're probably going to be dealing with mostly villages and things like that. They're, the, these are going to be pretty far away from. You know, they're going to be in like your Boston's. They're going to be your Los Angeles, your you know, your Houston areas. And we're going to change the names of those. They'll have naturally changed their names over time. And then it will, um, further you go away from them, the more legendary these cities become. You know, these are shining city on a hill kind of things. The average person that lives out, yeah. You know, did, did Chad survive? 
that that spot in uh, was it Sacramento that they took over? Oh, the the <laughs> the autonomous zone. And, uh, yeah, that was in Seattle. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that's Ground Zero, but so uh. when you say like apocalypse, <laughs> 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 oh gosh, I get English. When you say apocalypse. Uh, what do you mean like like zombies like something happened like major happened like was it natural like, uh, or like nukes or was it yeah. done major the, the major computers? world major world war and i think that's probably something that we would you know that would be something that a theme that would be explored okay and then are we other. so obviously are we, there were going to be nuclear weapons are we still yeah. sticking with dungeons and dragons or are we going a different game system I'm going to stay with Dungeons and Dragons for the. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to stay with Dungeons and Dragons for this system because I feel like that we are familiar with D and D, and I think that we have you know good enough imaginations that we can reskin things for. Most of it is still going to be medieval fantasy meets cyberpunk a little bit, but it's going to be more of a. You know, we're probably you're probably going to be playing more of the. What we're really going to be using that out of it is just going to be combat mechanics, okay? And you know, different you know different character classes. So, of you know, the way that we're going to describe having you know magical powers. I mean, that's you know whether you have it innately or it's blessed by God. Well, you know, the clerics they get blessed by God. They got a microchip that lets them you know go out and heal people. Okay. Use so many times. It can be used so many times in a certain period of time. Otherwise, it would you know become damaged. You know, uh, that's how you explain spell slots. Okay. The battery goes dead. Oh, as far are as other... like gear and and weaponry, are we are we going with still a lot of mm, high fantasy medieval type weaponry? Are we adding in modern, more modern type, you know, guns and, and stuff? Yeah, that we swords would know? and well, see the my. I'm going to say that guns are going to be more because of, because of the scarcity. You know, because you're not you don't have a high technology production anymore. You don't have the high the the high production, you know, mining colonies and things like you know things like that anymore. Majors, you know, the major. You know, there's going to be some industry in these cities. But they don't have some of the raw materials, so they're doing. They have to recycle a lot of things. So you're not going to have a lot of firearms and those kind of things. You're not just going to roll tanks out there to go deal with a small threat. These are going to these uh, these gods are going to be very particular uh, and very influenced in their areas. So they're going to do whatever they can to to sur to survive. So, angels and demons. Let's talk about that for a moment. Abs absolutely going to be robots. You know, your good gods are going to have, you know, their, you know, their nice, pretty angels that come out and speak to the country people in the countryside. And then, you know, your more crazy or evil gods are going to have you know, deep demonic looking or, you know, devilish looking, you know, robots that go out there and do their, do their bidding when something like that's required. So, so is, the I'm go sorry, ahead. go ahead. I, I was no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. More for like just depth wise of like creatures and things where it's not really a D and D setting so much as it's gonna be more humanoid 
like robot and cyborg kind of things rather than you know dragons or like are there going to be like mutated like i don't know like whatever animals that have like overgrown or wouldn't you like to know that oh, okay <laughs> well there's a, there's you you're gonna see a mashup of you know different monsters that you know that are you know living monsters you know so you might see a you know, a, you know a, a red dragon and then you might also see a red dragon that is a machine okay you know, and again you're, on. <laughs> right and you know you might be you know you know your thought process you know your character's thought process of what a dragon might be might be a helicopter too hmm. or it might be or it might be an airplane so okay, right. if we if we go that this is a post-apocalyptic, you know, modern-esque world, uh, what are we looking timeline like? How many years, decades in the future? So, uh, undefined as far as how many years. The prevailing, the prevailing technology um, is probably going to be, we'll say, near future, ten years. You know, you know, kind of think about you know, what we had 10 years ago and what we have today and incremental steps forward in technologies from there. So not, you know, not, you know, but you're going to have the, you know, the ability to put the microchips in there and do crazy things with that. Well, you already have that, you know, we already have that ability to put microchips in people now and do all kinds of crazy things. Just thinking like what you said about the, the dragons, you know, the, with, with perspective on the world. You know, a helicopter could be a, a monster to somebody, but, you know, if it's not that far in the future, uh, realistically speaking, then depending on the character's age, would they still recognize machines of the past or if they're younger? No, they this, will, this will be, so it's going to be an unspecified time frame, but we're probably, it's going to be long enough that you've had, A, number one, mutations have happened. Mm-hmm. And different different survival modes have been have been put into into place, and then the only people that really know the true histories are going to be the computers themselves and what they have passed along to their followers and the people that live in their city. So what may you know the you know Pock, you know who's going to be he'll be he's going to be a good god. I don't know which one he's going to be. Um, may have taught his followers the, the absolute true this is the history this is how everything happened but then the evil you know the evil god pell over here for apple <laughs> um i thought it was know, a rip on dell no <laughs> yeah, uh, well i mean it could be but it could be both um you know the evil god pell over here you know twisted and distorted that history and that's why their people hate the you know hate those of Pock. You know, so I mean, just you know, that—that's the kind of thought processes that I'm looking at. And most people, in the middle of all that, are just trying to survive. And sometimes, you know, sometimes they may send out their, you know, their messengers, their angels, or you know, demons to, you know, recruit people that they may have found through studies that might be able to help them in their quests. So are these chips that people are getting put in, um, are they like an oddity or like where people would kind of discriminate against them or are they so regular that, you know, everyone's kind of gotten something? It's going to depend on where, how far out you are from the cities. 
Well, I mean, uh, more like, is it like tattoos are nowadays where people are still like, eh, there's, you know, you might walk past that old grandma that's like, eh, you shouldn't have tattoos. But then there's also yeah, people probably... that are like, I want 50,000 on me right now. Yeah, I mean, you'll probably see some of that. You know, that's that's going to be, you know, like, the, again, the further the further out you go, the the more those would probably be frowned on. But closer to the to the major population centers that, you know, the, the, the God cities, you know, those will probably be a little bit more, you know, they wouldn't be they wouldn't be as rare. So they wouldn't be as. So really kind of as far as, you know, character thoughts go, I mean, you know, obviously yeah, we can reskin uh, classes and races to fit it but depending on what we decide it's for character fought in those wars and yeah wound up yeah that, that could determine how uh, familiar or maybe how they look upon technology and the implants that certain people have exactly so more of like the fighter rogue you know, ranger class would be more of your outlying and the, the magic would be kind of more mysterious to them whereas your your warlocks your wizards would some of these people may not even know that they're yeah that that such a thing exists awfully quiet over there am i'm processing yeah uh sci-fi is not hugely my thing so i have like super switched gears for this because <laughs> i'm a huge fantasy nerd so this is like a a huge jump for me so I'm just trying to like think of like character concepts and like uh, ways to like get invested in this world. So yeah. it's I mean, very for, interesting. For me personally, I've always been fascinated by like the, the Fallout series of games, your post-apocalyptic RPG type settings. Uh, yeah, your Walking Dead types. I, that, I always just found that kind of thing fascinating. So I'm all about this. And we can always build in hooks for, you know, if you decide that you want, I mean, this is our world. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just kind of laying the framework, but yeah. you know, this is you know, this is an experience that we're that we're all going to have. You know, we I want everybody to have fun with it. So I mean, if there if there are things that you feel that you would like to you know, you know that you would like to change, then you know, this is this is kind of why we're here today. Yeah. I mean, I love like apocalypse things. Like that is one of my favorite things. Yep. Um. Yeah, I uh, I would almost really like to see, like the D and D world almost tied tied in, like heavily, or like, I'm not sure. Like, maybe almost as if it's just everything in D and D has like advanced through time. I feel like would be really fun. That way we can kind of still stick true and then, you know, we can still stay with like the the microchips and like the different ways of magic. I think that can evolve. But I don't yeah, know. And this, I don't like processing. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. I mean, you know, we, we still have a couple of months before we yeah. would, you know, we're, we're going to, tr- you know, really nail things down. So, you know, this is more of a planning meeting and talk, you know, just kind of me giving you guys an idea of what we're going to be doing. You know, and, and, and to see if this is even something that you guys want, you know, yeah, you know, because you know, I can always, I can always whip up a, you know, a world, you know, a, a, a high fantasy world. That's never a problem. Yeah, but, but yeah, you know, at the same time, like you're saying, you know, this really hasn't been done. 
you know, every, everything's high fantasy. All D&D podcasts are high fantasy. And this would help set us kind of apart from right, basically everything. Yeah, and, I, and that's part of what I was thinking. It was like, what, it, what has nobody done? I mean, and the closest thing is uh, the Dungeons and Daddies podcast where... They, you know, they were driving in a, they were driving to a, like a, like a, uh, little league, little league game and in the, in the, uh, Honda Odyssey and drove into the Forgotten Realms. Something like so, that would be really cool. Like maybe like some sort of tear between worlds since we are so high fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, that would, cool. that would be something that could, uh, reasonably justify, you know, your mythical creatures. Mm-hmm. coming into you know the ethereal plane opens up and then you got dragons and tarasks and you know draugr and everything else maybe just in. the secondary dimension of the same world considering he would talk about using it as well i mean there's you know towns. we're talking about like you know a society a civilization advancing to a point that we basically destroy ourselves well you have scientists that tinker too much and opened a rift into God knows what, yeah. almost almost like a take on Doom, you know. Hey, we let in hell. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Yeah, and you and you also could have one of these one of these AI gods that, you know, they were trying to create life, and that was what their that was what their people did, and they unleashed these monsters, you know, unleashed true yeah. monsters, and that may be where the true monsters are coming from. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't invest in the. You know the the technology as much for their defense. They invested in the monsters. Yeah. And my plan was is that so that so after as the apocalypse wound down, these AIs really like they they banded together to save what they could, and then over time, systems started failing in certain ones, and some of those systems failures were morality you know protocols and things like that and that's why you have evil ones and then why you have good ones and some of them took on you know the parts and the, the memories of other ones because they you know, you know these two were really good you know these two got along really well well this one got to a point where it was failing so it transferred all of its information and all to this other one over here to its friend before it you know shut down for the last time so that's just kind of some you know some godly lore that you know that that probably would never make it into a show i kind of get a little bit of vibes of i don't know if anybody's played it um horizon zero dawn i haven't yeah I mentioned that earlier, JJ. Jeez. No, did you? I must, you must, you you must have listen cut to out. me. I'm sorry, Tom. Do you say something? <laughs> 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 must have cut out on my end when you said that. But yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there, then, Tom, uh, because that's, yeah, just picture like. He was like, talking about like Mac Dragons. The... I was like, oh, so like Horizon Zero Dawn? He was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did, didn't hear that part. I haven't played that one, but I've played a. Uh, it's about the robots uh, near Anima, I think. If you guys have mm-hmm, played mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of, kind of similar, almost. You said Horizon. Uh, what was was the game? Uh, Zero Horizon. Dawn. Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. 
visuals it's one, help. Whenever I get my PlayStation hooked back up, I'm going to dive back into that one. I hadn't beat it, uh, but it was fun. Ooh, I see, yeah. Just see, like, these robots yeah, and, and just big abandoned... Yeah, big abandoned, like, factories. Like, the, the robots became, like, self-aware at some point and started, you know, the harvesting, like, uh, real, like, uh, plant life and, and organic material to survive and everything but there's all sorts of species and yeah. you know they the all the settlers are very nomadic you know have like high-tech compound bows and shoot like high-tech arrows and stuff like that but other than that civilization is very it's yeah it's, it's pretty good uh, i like it obviously some some fleshing out to do and figuring some stuff out but i definitely i'm gonna be different but yeah, i think I mean, that yeah. Oh, go ahead. Our group is like majorly role play. We don't really do a lot. I mean, we do dice rolls and stuff, but we do like intelligence checks and stuff like that. Like, I feel like that's the way you, the, everyone keeps rolling 20s. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, the way we play, like, I don't think like the the D and D part of it's gonna like super affect it because we're just we're such heavy role players, but in just fine. Yeah, and Very that's nice. and that's. That's why I decided that we would just reskin Fifth Edition to do this because I've, I, I, all through my D, my DMing, I've always just reskinned stuff. You know, if I don't, if I can't find what I want, I'm not going to homebrew it. I'm going to find something close that does about the same thing I want it to do, and I'm just going to say, you know, okay, well, this monster, you know, sp you know, you know, fires a talon at you. Well, it was really an elf archer. You know, that's just kind of the, the way that I've already looked up, looked at it. Yeah. So instead of lightning bolt, it's going to be taser. <laughs> well, it, uh, you know, it might be lightning bolt and it might be taser, depending upon the circumstances. You know, if you're in, the, if you're, if you happen to be in one of the great cities, you know, then you might get tased. But if you're out and about, you might, it might be a lightning bolt from one of the microchips. This does throw a loop for my character, but... I can still make it work. <laughs> okay, well let's 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 hear this character so we can you know, we can discuss that. Okay, but I don't want to like spoil it. <laughs> oh, okay. So this, this is like a personal discussion. Okay, so this needs to be a uh, this is a an outside the. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Tease and that's some bullshit. <laughs> well, you always got to have you know. I mean, you know. You you held back all that stuff about Samuel and I know everything and then you know Cyprus you know Snips was an open secret you know Rinselda was you know Rinselda's dad was Vecna yeah although I think, if I, th we're doing I think, like I think scenes, my character is going to play super well into that though I think I can adjust it really well and it might be that your character may have been from a big city and she's looking for. Or he, he or she is looking for a group to go infiltrate another city. That you know, because that's that you know that might be the hook. Once I yeah, once I see some character concepts and I'll see what you know, you know what we will go with. I think I think I can pretty much work with the character concept I had in mind. I was I was throwing two around, and with the the world as it is, the the. I was either going gnome or tabaxi, which tabaxi wouldn't work, but a uh, like artificer uh, artillerist, which wouldn't work as well in this world. But I think my other one. 
But I mean, you could have like crossbows and things like that. And yeah. the thing is, is that and the thing is, this technology still exists. Just may not have as much well. access to it. What was that, Em? I, I didn't hear you. I think Artificer would fit in super well into this world because they're like it's all about like customization. I didn't think about it. Like yeah, that. Ex exactly. Like Artificer, yeah, Artificer would be. That's, that's kind of. Yeah, that and that's Artificer has been my favorite character type. Yeah, my favorite class for forever. And I mean, I've got a I've got a Homer deal. You know, I, I love Randis Duthane from Critical Hit. Favorite character on the show because he just kind of just you know he would just make stuff. Fantasy, a high fantasy meets cyberpunk world, which is kind of what we have. You know, we're we're a little little bit different than what we're doing here. You know, he would just make a bomb. Yeah, I guess so. You know, with that with that mind, I guess thinking of my other character concept. Are we thinking about this in like terms of like the U.S. or anywhere in the world? I mean, it might you might be in Europe. I would probably say Europe, or Europe or North America, probably. Yeah, well, I guess I was thinking more of like access to to water because like the other, I thought of kind of like a, a swashbuckler rogue, you know, sailor type character. I don't know, Em, you got me rethinking the Artificer. It's a super cool class. It's not for me. It's uh, way too confusing. <laughs> There's a lot to it, and I'm not creative enough, I don't think. But it's a super cool class, and you can do so much. I was thinking of Bard for this one, though. I'm sure I'm sure you could make Bard work for this. Yeah. I'm kind of getting, I don't know why, like, noir. I don't know. I guess I just love H.P. Lovecraft too much. I mean, like, Call of Cthulhu feelings for this. <laughs> just like all the... The monsters and well, I'm glad I have y'all intrigued. Hopefully, you'll uh, we can work together to like, yeah, I think we can we can always, yeah, I, again, reskinning things to make things work is, yeah, let's do it. I love it. And, and again, <laughs> you guys, yeah, yeah, we're essentially just gonna use the, 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 the fight framework and the check system, yeah, you know. To do this this isn't you know this is this isn't a it's going to be a DD game but it's going to be our DD game you know basically with uh you know you know it's, it's like when you go buy if you're a you know a major company and you buy a point of sale system and the company skins everything to, with all your stuff well it's the same system that everybody else uses but it looks it's yours you know it's it, you know it look it, it looks slick and it was designed for you it's simplified Starfinder. Yeah, probably so. I mean, no, this is one that... Starfinder is really complicated. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could probably even, like, in this game here, we could probably play it as a fake game. We could probably we could play it as a Star Wars game. Yeah, you know, Star Wars vibes, you know, definitely. You know, but, yeah, I mean, you can use whatever. Yeah, but really, the mechanics behind the scenes aren't going to matter. It's, you know, your role play, because you guys are so heavy role play, I, I don't think the back background mechanics really matter. You guys are going to have fights, but those fights are going to last about 30 minutes, and they're, you know, the, and we only use consequential fights. Yeah. You know, I've, I've used, you know, the only kind of random fight that you guys had was the, was the wolves. 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's literally the only random fights you guys have had. Everything else has been story-driven, and you guys have moved into that for story reasons. I just can't wait till we get to the climax of the of the of the adventures in Theria. Oh, it's I, I haven't. Uh, so nervous. It's it's probably gonna be one of those to be continued things unless we just hit it right on the head. Like I have it all planned in my head. I love it. You know how plans go, though. If you listen, oh, to, I mean, if you guys have listened to the newest episodes of DNR, it kind of throws everything you're doing, like under the bus. But oh, I know, I know, and uh, you know, I, I haven't, I haven't gotten to that point, but you know. I've got I've got plans for that in in my plan too. So. Oh, okay. I was wondering if we were like just off on our own, or if we were staying true to the the world happening. Oh no! Well, and you are you're probably four months behind. Oh, okay. I think so. So I, I think it's really going to dovetail nicely. You know, from what I've read, I I, have, I need to catch up on the catch up on the latest episodes. I think we're. I think I'll be able to dovetail it in there, and it's going to be a natural ending point uh, when we get done. That'll be yeah, good. It's going to be one of those deals where we can, yeah, we could go back and pick it up later, or go back and do, uh, you know, where are they now kind of thing. Adventures in Theria behind the music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Piper's finally living in a sweet ass house. Or you guys use it as a base for your for your adventures. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, yeah, all of, all of a sudden, there's a a massive offices right next to it, you know, you know, Vecna Daddy Inc. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a if you have a problem, yo, we'll solve it. Vecna Daddy and daughter. <laughs> yeah, a family business. <laughs> yeah, this makes me really sad though that uh, that Reddit thread got. They deleted it or whatever, where the the free stuff was unlocked. Because now I can't go play around with stuff e as easy. Yeah, you just got you got to read up on it and build it. I mean, you can still find all that stuff for free. Yeah, you just can't I'm build just, it. I'm just lazy. Well, aren't we all? Yes. I mean, you know, instant gratification. Oh, click here. Got it. Okay. I mean, I, I, I would have still ran this game in fourth edition if I still had, <laughs> they still had, they still had the character builder and the adventure builder, but they don't. So I didn't, and I'm glad I didn't. It was time, it was time to come into the 2020s. Well, the mid 20 teens. Yeah. <laughs> Fifth edition has been around for you know, six years, something like that. I remember when it was called D and D next. I remember. You just get <laughs> off my lawn. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> Don't make me break out Thackle on y'all. <laughs> I will. I will break out Thacko. You got me there. I don't know what that is. That I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. He's got me there. Maybe it's a Louisiana thing. No, no. This was this was the original D and D. Thacko. T. T H A C zero to hit armor class zero. Armor class zero was essentially unhittable, and you're the lower the number you rolled, the better. It was weird. 
I will never go back to I will never go back to Thacko. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to all our A D and D listeners out there. I will never run a I will never run another A D and D game. I don't think I'd ever run another fourth edition game, and I know that I know that system like the back of my hand. Mm-hmm. Well, do we have any other thoughts or We'll have to get this. I'll have to throw this one together pretty quick, so I, so Summer can go back and listen to it. Yeah, Summer's I, gonna I'm be sure so have questions. Oh, she's gonna be like, "What the hell did you guys do while I was gone?" <laughs> well, I mean, she's uh, she's been it. She's seen where we've talked about that we were gonna be transitioning away from what we're doing now. Yeah, I mean, that's true. So I, I'm in, I'm just browsing like where I had kind of built a uh, level seven. Uh, artificer just kind of where we're roughly at now in, in what we're doing and just play around with different you know races and kind of thinking where they could be uh, the asimer um, race that's kind of a blend of celestial and human I mean is that something that would be in your in in this world we're talking about or like it, where you could have like part machine like almost born of the machine Good, both good and bad like yeah so the way that we're going to do stuff like that like if you have something that you want to do like that if you can justify to me how that would happen absolutely it's like you know building you know building a warforged or whatever they're called these days uh, you know if they're even in even in the actual books it may just be a, a DNR thing uh, but yeah you can you could have one that's you know basically a robot that is you know as part as part of the the guards at the at the city but then if you're trying to tell me oh well this one was out in the country well now you have to explain to me why it was out there yeah you, know, you have to justify the backstory on something that's going to be weird like that uh, i like the concept i think it's going to be really good um it's going to be weird as trying to, you know, make some some skills and spells work, like, kind of make sense, you know? Well, like, I, I don't like, know. It'll, I think it'll depend kind of like with DNR. Um, yeah, it's just know, flavoring the, the skill into something, you know, and I guess, yeah, probably removing some stuff. Yeah, some things don't work. They don't make sense for what we're doing. Yeah. Because I didn't think about it that way, just, just straight removing something. Yeah, or or taking sense. something and change it to make it make sense. Well, I mean, and we could always make the spell components like a bigger thing. Like, you have to have these certain things to make a fireball, you know? Ugh, spell components are so terrible, though. <laughs> I hate spell components so much. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. It's like, hold on, I'm going to use sp- fireball. Let me check in my bag. Do I have a pinch of salt, three twigs, and, and a Gatorade? Because if not, I can't. I can't do the spell. I would imagine you just would have them prepared. You'd have like, a vial of fireball ready to go. Yeah. Well, I or mean, just... even even if you did, like you know, you get your spell slots back every day, so it's like, well, you know, I used up my vials of fireball yesterday, and I can't use that those today. Like, unless you're carrying around like some trunk with you the whole time, just full of just random supplies, because that shit is random. It's like. You need one eyelash from a cat, then you need a snail, 
and some cocaine. It's like, whoa, 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 what are we doing here? I just love how M's like, well, what about this? No, oh, that's bullshit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like a legitimate a part of the game that, like... <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a jerk. <laughs> no, I just, like, you know, looking outside looking in, I'm like, I'm sit, sitting here leaning back, and M's like, oh, spell components. I'm like, that's, no, we're not doing that. Like, <laughs> like, well, how are we going to make it work? I offer Tom, you a solution, and you just spit Tom, on it and throw it in the trash. Tom says one thing, and it's just to down you. <laughs> Quiet the whole time. No, no, screw what you have to say. Uh. I, I, I'm really not a big fan of, because there's already so much for a, for a DM to keep track of. And try to keep track of you know you know I, I i know how much black grass cypress still has he has three days worth you know three bowls left essentially you know i just have to know that kind of crap for you know you get tom you probably better you know see if you can procure some before you leave town if you want more uh Jarkus might be able to help you with that he probably knows some dealers I was going to say, yeah, uh, hit up Darkus. He, mm-hmm. not, that, not that he would approve or disapprove, but he'd probably be like, yeah, um, cannot say or not say, but go to this person. Yeah. It's like, go, to, uh, go, down, go down this alley. If I knew a guy, which I don't, I would go down this alley. <laughs> I think he would look like this if he was there. <laughs> yeah. Don't mention my name. It would, be, it would have been one of Darkus' snitches. Yeah. One of his CIs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the only way is so, because Darkus can't go with him because, you know, yeah. probably nailed a few of them. Yeah, I'll be outside the alley if you need help, you know, squawk like a bird three times. Cypress turns into a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Cypress just turns into a bird. Um, yeah. I, I picture, uh, I, only because we just watched it, uh, Moana. Uh, Cypress freaking out and doing the such a uh, great Maui thing. thing where he just shapeshifts <laughs> into like six different things. <laughs> <laughs> Wanders out of the alley, you know, half a shark. Uh, something went wrong, guys. That's this is my that's my fun's favorite show to watch right now is Moana. Oh, and he'll great. he'll kind of he'll kind of mumble along with uh, how far I'll go until the very end, and then he'll. Go Go, go! And I just like <laughs> so far off key. It's hilarious. Awesome. And we're we're trying to get him in something different right now. My son likes Chicken Little, which you can only watch uh, so many I, times before you want to blow your brains out. I really messed up, and I showed Henry uh, Seagull. Stop it now! And, and it's been steady for three days now. Everybody does know what that means, right? Everybody does know what that is, right? Desire to children dwindles even more. I think I'm glad to say I don't know what that is. Oh no, my daughter just watches Bluey right now, and I actually like Bluey. The show is pretty sweet. Bluey's ass. I I, I mean, I wish Henry would watch Bluey, but he was he won't. See, Em, you're missing out on shows like Bluey. I was about to say, like, I'm not. This is parent talk. Like, I uh, (laughs) what is Bluey? Uh, it's like the best show ever. It's an Australian like kid show, but it's like watchable Anthrop- for adults. Yeah, and oh, anthropo- an- 
Yeah, anthropomorphic dogs. Yeah. yeah oh, it. I have seen that one. That one's so wholesome. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> it's yeah, it's like the most like goals. Yeah, it's the most it's the most wholesome wholesome kids show since Veggie Tales. No Veggie Tales. What about the uh, Strange Adventures of Richard Scary? Wow, that, that's old school. I figured you dinosaurs would have heard of it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go look that up. I know what he's talking about. The one with the worm. I grew up with Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and Dora Clues. I know all about Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. <laughs> My daughter used to love that shit. Come inside, it's fun inside. A porner like that one. <laughs> so we've had to. Oh yeah. So after after Em just said that, I had to do some math in my head. She's closer in age to my daughter, who's ten, <laughs> than me. <laughs> oh, that hurts. <laughs> you know, every time I, I I hear JJ though, like, you know, I think he's slightly older than me, but I always picture him as like, you know, like maybe like low twenties, just like I don't know the, his mannerism and the way talking. <laughs> You too. Act his age. Flatter me. Oh shit! I don't act my age. I'm a fucking toddler <laughs> inside. It's okay. I call you guys my D and D dads. So. <laughs> oh, oh. I quit. <laughs> it's Since been, been fun. So much older than me. Uh, well, okay. Uh, that that's actually okay as long as it's not D and D daddies because that's fucking weird. Yeah, we're not gonna fetishize everything now. <laughs> That's all your mom needs to hear. I know. Oh lord. I just like know that if like my car breaks down on the side of the road, I just have like a group of dads to send a message and like help. Oh, yeah, yeah. We we ever hear you know a boy makes you cry, we're hauling ass. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We uh, M doesn't need real dad to go beat up beat up uh That's beat right. up bad boyfriends. <laughs> Yeah, you no, that, your dad's gonna get a. My D and D dads will beat you up. Your dad's gonna get a knock on the door. Three dudes with shuffles be like, "Get in the car, <laughs> come on, we got, we have, we got somewhere to be." Ah, <laughs> uh, what, what's the movie? Don't, don't ask any questions, but we're gonna hurt some people. It's uh, ah, uh, I can't remember the movie. It's Ben Affleck, I think. Mm. Damn it! Okay. Actor names. I'm so, the worst with actor and actress names. Uh, my wife is too. I, I make fun of her at one time. She's she somehow mixed up Bruce Willis and Tom Cruise. Oh, Bruce Willis is such a much better actor. I well, yeah, but it was more on the physical looks. I'm like, one of them is bald, the other's not. One of the one of them is a true dad bod. Now that, that's a uh, Van Damme. John Claude or Rob? No, John Claude. Like I don't understand how you have like a beer gut and you like you do martial arts films. <laughs> like he can he can't get his leg up any higher than it goes because his thighs hit in his gut. It's not that he's not flexible, it's just the guts in the <laughs> way now. Uh, have you seen um Steven Seagal lately? Dear God. No, that's see, that's who I'm talking about. I'm sorry, I'm so bad with names. <laughs> He's the one with the ponytail, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, see, I told you I was bad. Lord. I don't know who this the, is. 
best thing I've heard all night. I don't know who Steven Seagal is. <laughs> I don't watch any of their shows. Google Under Siege. Because apparently I don't. Dude, he's, he's this like middle-aged dude. Yeah, now, now you're getting into real dad movies. And that, you know, next thing you know, you're going to be talking to... It's like the yeah. NCIS. Well, oh, don't knock know? NCIS. Oh, I hate all those. CSI, NCIS. Yeah, we're going to start talking. They're all garbage. We're, we're going to wind up talking about Hunt for Red October and Crimson Tide. Both good. Both good. I met a Goonies reference the other day, and one of my young, younger guys didn't get it. I'm like, have you never seen Goonies? No. I'm like, homework. Go watch it. <laughs> I am proud to say that I've never seen an episode of SpongeBob. Yeah, I can't say that. I've, I've watched quite a bit of Spongebob. Because I wasn't allowed to watch it. I mean, I don't really watch my daughter much, but I try to make her watch things where she's learning stuff. And Spongebob ain't that. <laughs> I mean, no. it's entertaining from time to time. I won't I won't lie. From time to time, I have some things that make me laugh. But it's definitely not educational. We'll get off of here. We've been dealing with a sick baby the last couple of days, so... I need to get I need to get up and let, let the wife get in here and get to bed. Alright. Well I'm excited about this myself. Yes, I will send character so, concept. Later this week. Character concept and we'll we'll go from there. Is, is blood magic a thing in your All right, new, guys, we'll, new yeah, world? This, Before you go. Is is blood magic a thing in your new world? So, I was saying we'll discuss it. Okay. Yeah, if you have a character concept that needs it, then we'll discuss it. Okay. Yep. So yeah, start. Uh, let's start spitballing some ideas for characters, and then we'll start. Yeah, you know, then I'll start building a hook and adventures in in this brave new world we have. We have. Awesome. Interesting. I'll be thinking about it. All right, guys. Good talk to y'all tonight, and we'll uh, we'll do this again next week. Sounds All right. good. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's discussion and we'll be putting out some more information about this new world we're building as we nail down more details. I plan to put together a few world building episodes detailing how the world has changed, the races that will be found in this post-apocalyptic landscape, and the gods that rule over the last vestiges of major civilization. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. This podcast is part of the Tortured Gnome Podcast Network.